I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills, and with me are Rachel, Melissa, and Lene. And we normally don't do any type of commercials or like, hey, this episode is sponsored by because Crossroads pays for all of our hosting fees and all of that stuff. However, comma, um, I do feel like I need to give a shout out um, to this cupcake. I don't even want to call it a cupcake. It's a bakery, I guess. Uh, and I'm going to like put Lene on the spot because she is the one who kind of started this trend that trickled in from this bakery called Love Made Edibles. And their stuff is delicious. The owner is like a delight. The place is, and I'm using Melissa's words that I saw in her review, it's like clean and what was the other phrase you used? Like clean and yeah, it was clean. It was open, organized. The woman working had great charisma. She had amazing, amazing customer service. It was it was beautiful in there. Nice little mural. It's open. You don't feel like pressured or closed in. It's wonderful. And the baked goods are freaking delicious. I mean, like over the top delicious, like scrumptious delicious. Like, so uh, actually, Lene is the one who started this by telling me about it. So when you guys went there and what did you get? What did you like about it? Um, well, it truly is love made edible. I mean, she picked like the perfect name. It is so wonderful. And I cheesecake cupcakes out of this world. The strawberry crunch cupcake. I, I think she makes cheesecake, too, but I haven't had that. I'm sure it's phenomenal. But yeah, it is just so good so good yeah the strawberry crunch it, it's what every favorite. mom needs every mom could, deserves a cupcake <laughs> and you should go to love made edible and get it yeah you should they 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 are good however lene the other day made a strawberry crunch cake that was right up there with that i mean it was super delicious but uh all of, they have so many flavors and i gotta tell you i I feel like there has to be like crack in the in the cookie butter pudding. I mean, that stuff is like you will just stand in the fridge with two fingers and eat a tub. It is like so delicious. And uh, so we brought some to church and gave some to Lene and gave some to Melissa to take home. And then Melissa. <laughs> oh, yeah, we uh we. We absolutely adored the cookie butter. We got the cheesecake and Jack's got cupcakes. Everything was fantastic. And we enjoyed the cookie butter so much that we felt bad. And so we had to restock Pastor Floyd on his to make sure that he didn't run low. Um, I definitely recommend, like Lene said, sometimes moms just need a cupcake. And if you're taking that 20 minutes for yourself, run. Don't walk, run. Knees to chest, love made edible, get you some snacks. You deserve it. Now, I feel bad because Rachel doesn't live near us anymore. So we're going to like, now I I, I, I say this and I'm going to attempt to do it. But I even told my wife, like, I can't guarantee I can save you any. So I'm going to attempt to buy some for you, Rachel, 
and have your dad bring it up to you. Um, I can't promise that all of it will make it there because I just can't. I'm I'm sure I'm gonna dip into it. I'm sure your dad's gonna dip into it. Um, I don't know if your mom likes sweets or not, but I know your dad. He's gonna he's gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is good. He's yeah. So it may not all make it there, and it may not all be my fault. But yeah, <laughs> if, if if you're able to, uh, and you're in the South Hills area, uh, check out Love Made Edible. You can check them out online. Their Facebook page. Um, any other final thoughts before we move on to the time? I feel like we should take a break and I should go get some of the cookie butter pudding, but. I, I, sorry. It's so good. I had surgery on my back and on my way home from the hospital had to stop and get some sweets. It's that good. It was a treat. It was like, okay, I went through surgery. I deserve. I did. I felt, I was like, I think I deserve this. I was like, after eating hospital food all day. Like, this is what I need. That's so good. I went to go get some today for uh, for Christie's, uh, her her team at the hospital. Um, and the lady asked me, oh, what's the occasion um, that, you know, Christy wanted to give all of her employees all these cupcakes? And I was like, well, there's no occasion. She just wants them to know that they are appreciated and your cupcakes do that. And they definitely did appreciate it. They love them although one of her one of her uh employees sent her a picture because instead of eating the cupcake there she was like i'm going to take this home and eat it and so she put it inside of a styrofoam cup and then 10 minutes after she left she sent christy a picture because the cup had fallen over onto the floor of the car and the cupcake had rolled out and she was like so upset and then I told Christy, I was like, oh, I feel so bad for her. Maybe we should give her one of the ones we have. And then I caught myself and was like, no, we're not doing that. She's just going to be out because I'm not sharing mine. Um, but I felt so bad for her that she didn't get a chance to like uh, enjoy it because they were so excited for these cupcakes. All right. Enough with the cupcakes because I really do feel like we need to take a break and I need to go get some. But uh, we're talking about, especially because we're rolling into that time of the year, uh, sports um, and parents forcing their children to do sports. And I know everyone has a different opinion on this. Um, I don't know if force is the right word. Maybe it's like trying to convince them to try something. And I know Rachel just had an experience. Uh, so I'm not, I'm going to let her like share her latest experience. Okay. So my first experience in sports was this year and we had done, we had done like little games here and there, nothing that was of like, you know, how should I say it? Like nothing that I thought would, would really stick. So we're in school, same friends. And we thought, let's try, let's try this basketball. And the school said, we're going to, you know, because they are so young, they're in elementary school. And they said, we're going to have three practices. I'm sorry, not three practices, two practices and one like pickup game. And so I asked my son, I said, would you like to try it? And he said, sure, I will try it because, you know, his other friends were, were doing it too after school. And the first day that I picked him up, 
he said it was okay and I said do you want to try it again and he's like maybe and so the day the following week came and the maybe was okay I'll do it and then after that he's like "Mm, it's not for me and part of me was like oh I kind of you know I kind of wanted you to get into a sport that you'd like you know and then the other part of me was relieved because we didn't we didn't invest any money we didn't have like traveling and all that other stuff so I was glad to know basketball's not for him and uh and I was okay with that and and I'm thankful because I'd much rather know now that you know next year it might change and he, he might want to do it again but I I think it was the right amount of time for that age group to know if they liked it or not now that's a good question do you feel like um what are your thoughts do you feel like it would have been okay if you had said well there's only one more thing you know because he did the two practices and then there was the pickup game do you feel like it would have been okay to say well let's finish the whole thing uh even though you don't want to do you don't want to go back you feel like it's not for you would you felt like it would have been okay to say well at least go finish this third thing the pickup game and then after that you can call it quits right i was debating that because you know i tend to think like you should you should finish what you start and i just got that feeling i was like all right he's so sweet and i know if he tried and told me no i'm like all right then then i won't then i won't push it um and in hopes that maybe next year He'll say, oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, maybe I'll do it next year. And I'll do the pickup game afterwards. So I guess we'll see next year what happens. Yeah, so you think there's room for, okay, um, it'll be okay for you to say, hey, do you want to try this again? Maybe since it's a different year, time has passed, different you know, likes and, and things that he dislikes will have changed over time. So you're okay with, oh. Well, let's try it again next year then. Right. Absolutely. And the fact that we don't put any money into it, not saying like, not, you know, when money does go into things, you, you're a little bit more, you have a little bit more free oomph to get them to finish. But it was nice because you can, you can tell without all that pressure if they like it or not oh let me let me let me ask you this melissa do you think it's more uh, or it is okay to kind of want to push them uh because like group activities help you know how people say group activities help build character and all that stuff versus you know the kids who don't join a team sport or whatever um for jack's he never was into the team life. We we did try a little bit, um, but sports were never his thing. For Jax, he never wanted to try football. He kind of wanted to try soccer for like a half a second and then realized he had to run down a field and was like, yeah, never mind. I'm good. Um, he did do band. He did band this year. And we were like real pumped. He got him a cello and he was going to cello it out. And we made it halfway through the year. And then his concert was like getting ready to come up. And he was like, you know what? I don't think I like the cello. 
I don't think I want to play it no more. He wasn't like playing it at home. And so we kind of hit that thing like it is with sports. Like you signed up for it. You said you wanted to do this. Did you give it your all or are you just giving up on it because it's hard or it's if it's difficult? And for us, we kind of went back and forth and we decided that he just didn't love it. And if it isn't something that he loved, I didn't want to force him to get stuck in it and then discourage him from trying to find something later that he might have liked. Um, Jax does well with other kids. He's just not very hand-eye coordinated when it comes to like sports settings. So we thought band might be better for him, but the cello, the cello wasn't, wasn't speaking his kind of music. So that's a good point because there's a difference between an activity like a group activity or whatever, or individual activity, get involved with, check it out, or a team sport or even band, because something like that, the team, you know, you're a part of a team. So now they have a game and it's like, you're like, ah, I'm not in it. Now they're down the man or band. Um, they have a concert coming up and then you're like, ah, I'm out, not feeling it. And now they're like down a person playing that instrument. So in those instances, you feel like, hey, you kind of committed to this finish this or okay you're not feeling it you're not interested i don't want to force you to do something because like rachel said it's a lot harder to get a child to go do something and then do you really want a disgruntled kid who doesn't want to be a part up there on the cello like mm, you know <laughs> kind of drumming it like a, like i hate this thing yeah that's where we kind of ended up because jacks i almost wish he was the kid that would just like grind his little cello bow against the strings like during the concert but Jax is actually like he's so in introverted when it comes to things that if I made him go to that concert he just wouldn't even play he would just sit there and stare at everybody else while everybody else around him played like he would just sit there and watch y'all he, he just stare at the audience and he's been like that since kindergarten preschool even I went to his preschool concert for like the Christmas concert all the little kids are singing jingle bells. My kids sitting there giving me the death stare. Halloween, they were sitting in a circle. You know, they were kumbaya and doing all these little hand motions of spiders and ghosts and all this. And Jax was sitting there as baby Groot just staring at me with this little mask on. He had no emotion, <laughs> no movement, nothing. So I, I think it depends on your kid. If your kid shows interest in loving the sport and you clearly see them enjoying practice or enjoying the time while they're there. And then when it's time to go to practice, they're like, no, I don't want to go. I don't like it. You know, they just want to play video games, make that baby go and finish their sport because they're going to have a good time. If you, if you can see that whatever your child signed up for is like, you know, just killing their little sunshine. To us, I, I don't think it's worth making him follow through if he's just going to be really that sad the whole time, De depending on the situation. Like you said, if it's a team thing, if he played football, your team is relying on you. You signed up to be a part of that family. Y'all are a little group. You can't, no man left behind. You can't just leave them because you don't feel like going to a game. But band, Jack's, Jack's definitely did the band a favor by not. Not showing up to that concert. <laughs> All right. So, Lene, um, you have the advantage right now because your children are younger. So do you think 
getting them starting them out young getting exposed to group activities with other children do you think that will make a difference and whether or not they will grow up and say yeah let me try more things with other kids i'm not sure if group activities will change it i think kids are just who they are kind of a lot um but yeah i am i'm not i'm gonna encourage them to do things and I want them to be social so they I mean they go to like story time at the library that's like the only group activity <laughs> they do but it's not like a group they they do crafts together but I don't think there's uh any way you can make them do something that they don't want to do <laughs> like there's no way they would find enjoyment in something that they didn't want he's actually crying right now because he doesn't want to go to bed so there's that is it teaching them because there was an article that i saw that said this is it teaching them that it's okay to quit if you allow them to try this and then say nope i'm out try this and say nope i'm out try this and say nope i'm out and i did that for every sport boxing football basketball just i went from sport to sport to sport none of them really clicked except fencing which i loved uh but you know not a popular sport in Brooklyn, New York, but um, they had a team, so I joined. But is it okay to let them, you know, is it teaching them that it's okay to quit, especially the team sports, like you said, where there's a team depending on them, where they try it and then they're like, eh, and they try it and then they're like, nope, and they try it and then they're like, no. Um, So I'll let Rachel jump in here. When I was watching them play basketball and even even now thinking back of, when the kids were like two and three playing soccer, even, even though they didn't get like, you know, what that the ball goes into the net, you could still see the kids that were determined and like competitive. And I thought, Oh, maybe that's just because they're two and three and just want to run. But now that I'm, I'm seeing it a little later in elementary school, I see the kids that really enjoy the the competitiveness and and I have not seen competitiveness uh with my son. So I'm okay with that. I'm I'm definitely okay because I know I was telling my friends, I was like, I think he's gonna be my math elite. I, I just I can just see it, you know. <laughs> he loves math, he likes numbers and structure and and everything like that. But as far as him being being on a team later on, I, I'd be interested. I'd be interested. I'm going to give it maybe a year or two more before we just kind of go down that strictly academically focused groups and, you know, dive into all those, those activities. Well, those, those, I mean, those teams are are super competitive as well. At least they were right. like the, <laughs> the the math team, the debate team, the chess team. Um, like I thought these would be the people that everyone made fun of. These were the people everyone was kind of a little bit scared of. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like the hardcore brainiac strategic type people, I guess. But um, even those teams, super competitive. So um, there can be that level of competitiveness all around. And is that okay? Uh, cause I know right now there are a lot of 
sports at younger ages where they just, you know, there's not a winner or a loser. You just play and everybody wins. And some say that's okay. But they're also the ones where, yeah, there's winners, there's losers, there's rankings, there's trophies, and there's some some good competitiveness. So is is that okay? Or which would you feel, Melissa, more comfortable with? Would you feel more comfortable with Jacks in the sport where everyone participates and there's not winners or losers or where uh, there are winners and losers and there's trophies or or whatever? I'm going to sound extremely harsh, I guess. I'm old school. You either win or you lose. You're either first or you're last, you know, like it is what it is. You, you win or you lose. I'm not competitive by nature, though. Bill and I, when we were first dating, I literally luckily won at a game of horse down the park that we were playing. I don't know how I won. I don't do sports but I did. Bill still brings it up to this day that I'm like the best basketball player you will ever see because I won one time while attempting to play horse. And so for me, like card games, anything we do, I'm just not the chili cook-off we had. I'm not competitive. If I lose, I lose, you know, I'll, I'll gladly vote for the next guy. Like, woohoo! Right, because you guys didn't even vote for yourselves. <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm like what are you <laughs> Vote for yourself. Vote for yourself. Like, I'm like, like, do not think your food was worthy. I thought that would be cheating. Honestly, you know, I figured like that would be like the main rule. You think what, I voted for Melissa. Yeah, thank you, Lene. I voted for Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's just like we voted our own. Wait, wait. Who did Brandon vote for? Brandon. There you go. That's the way it's supposed to work. (laughs) Vote for yourself. Yes. Oh, my. You're in the competition because you think yours is that good. Yeah, but I know that I'm in the competition. That's why I feel like it should have, like, if everybody voted for themselves, then no one's going to have another vote. You know, it's just, I didn't know. I'm not competitive, though. So, like, Bill. He went to mark down our little letter because my husband is competitive like that. He's like, in his brain, ours is the best. I'm going to vote for ours. And in mine, I'm like, hey, let the best man win, you know, like peace, love and chicken grease and chili and all the extra stuff, you know. But when it comes to an actual sport, the whole if you're in kindergarten, preschool and you are doing something like gymnastics or even like soccer, but you both are all like you're playing your own team give everybody a trophy they showed up and they tried they're little guys you know they got little legs they're working extra hard but when you hit like i feel like a second third grade even like that's when the harsh reality of life sets in if you ain't first you are last okay you either get that trophy or you don't and if you don't it's okay be a loser that day you take the l and you know you move on to fight another day that's just how we live our lives here, you know. Maybe that's why Jax doesn't like to do stuff because I'm like, it's all right, you lost, bro. You're a loser. It's great. Everything's fine. You know, maybe maybe that's why. Maybe you shouldn't take my advice, and maybe everybody should get a trophy. And your no, kid that, would that that makes sense. Stage, I don't. Right? I, I I agree 100. percent Um, especially like soccer. I mean, there it. Uh, that's why I quit soccer because that's, <laughs> that's a long field. That's and you a lot of running back and forth. 
And then I run back and forth, back and forth, and we score. And the people who didn't score get a trophy just like us. Oh, heck no. Right. The people that sat on the bench didn't run at all, didn't sweat. They don't get a trophy. Anyway, so. Um, That's my point. Yes, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I know not everyone will agree, but that's okay. Um, so there was another article, uh, a 2019 article that said that parents should force their children to do sports and to do activities. However, comma, if they don't like it, then allow them to quit, but force them to try everything. And what are your thoughts on that, Rachel? Oh, <clears throat> so my daughter, preschool, I wanted her to be active during the winter. And I thought, well, she's a, you know, she likes to move. So why don't we do gymnastics? And and then my one friend told me, she's like, what size leotards does she wear? And I was like, oh she's got to wear those I was like I'm not even going to sign her up that would be horrible I would not want to put myself in that position every week to try to make her wear something she doesn't want to wear go to something that she's not going to feel comfortable in and that would just be so hard that that would that would defeat the whole purpose of us even signing up so as far as signing them up and having them do something i don't think my i i don't think my patients could handle that i'd much rather have them show interest and then and then take it from there but right i i see where they're going with it but if you have a strong-willed child i i don't know if i'd recommend that yeah i think i think you guys hit hit on it earlier where you do what works for your kid, uh, your children, let them try uh, if you think, but then, you know, have that thing in your head. Like uh, I think Rachel said, it is so much more difficult to try to bring a child to a sport that they don't want to do, you know, to bring them to a place. And they're like, you know, this is not something I'm interested in or whatever, but I do like the idea of at least, um, you know, like you said, Rachel, like asking them, hey, do you want to try this? Do you want to try this? Do you want to try this? Trying to expose them to different things because left to their own devices, most kids are only going to do the one thing that they know of and their their knowledge is so limited. They're going to stick to that one thing that they like. Uh, but there's a whole world out there of other things for them to try and to uh, be exposed to, whether it be sports or other group activities. So do you guys have any final uh thoughts or whatever on the sport criteria stuff i really did think i was gonna be a sports mom but i'm okay with not and actually the funny the funniest part is is you know i made a new mom friend and and her son and my son are very much alike and you know basketball was basketball was okay to them and then i said watch our younger two are going to be the competitive ones i was like we're i was like we're probably going to be sports bombs we're just <laughs> we're just not there right now so i think the younger two might be the ones that really join all the sports so we shall see melissa what were you gonna 
every kid's different. So if you have one kid that, you know, wants to do sports and your second doesn't, each household is different. You just go with it. You know, it's like everything else that we talk about. There's no right, right or wrong way. It's, it's what works for you, your family and, and your baby. And, you know, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Lene, final thoughts. Oh, I just think getting kids out of their comfort zone, because sometimes they don't know they would like something until they've tried it. But I don't think you should force your kid to do something they don't want to do, because if they don't want to do it, they're going to let everyone around them know. <laughs> and everybody's going to know how cranky and miserable they are doing what they don't want to do. I have stuck in my head now this picture of a whole band of kids going to town and Jack's just sitting <laughs> I will send you the video. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'll find, I think the group one is actually on my TikTok, but I have the Christmas parade one too of everybody singing like jingle bells and Jax is sitting there in his flannel just staring at me from like the little top shelf that they had him on. <laughs> I think the Groot one has to be my favorite, though, because there's like a donut sitting next to him. There's a clown like all these kids are dressed in costume and he had like the little Groot mask on and he's sitting like Indian style on the floor. And there's just this little baby Groot like mad at the world that he's even there. He's (laughs) sitting there and the little donuts and stuff are like making bats go by with their hands. and They're doing all this stuff. And there's just Jack's taking his job as Groot a little too seriously. (laughs) (laughs) That is hysterical. hysterical. (laughs) Okay. So thank you guys again for just sharing uh, your stories, your lives. And um, anyone who is listening, if you're a part of the naps or nothing moms, Facebook group, feel free to continue this conversation, share your thoughts, insights uh, in the group. And, um, Thank you guys and have an awesome night. When I woke, there was no one there to hold. Only feathers from an angel in the sky.